Welcome to Exit Interview, improv radio podcast by God and the Devil. Before we begin, there are a couple things you need to know. This podcast was completely improvised. None of it was written beforehand. It was recorded in one take and then edited into a radio play. The performers on this podcast are... Dan Kwan Peoples. John Goodman. Will Kohler. Trisha Crimmins. Noah Rosenberg. Okay, let's begin. All right, it is showtime. Welcome back, Earthlings, for another episode of your favorite weekly podcast, recording live from the Elevator Podcast Studio, hovering in between heaven and hell. This is Exit Interview, the podcast that everyone will be a guest on when they die. I am your co-host, God, and I'm hanging out with the newest person to break up a union in hell, the devil. Devil, tell us about your day today. It's pretty rough, huh? Yeah, it's true. Look, you know, it's got to be done is the thing. Yeah, you know, listen, politically, of course, you know, I, I like to be pro-union, of course. Oh, I love the unions. But, you know, when you're actually the manager of a big infernal enterprise, you start to realize that certain certain places, they go too far. You know, you're, you're a working man too, God. You can understand that, right? You know, I was reading the Courier, the, uh, the Hell Courier the other day and said, uh-huh, 17,000 uh-huh. gremlins walked out on you the other day. I mean, that's insane. Oh, uh, well, that number is disputed, I will say, actually. And also, <laughs> have you have you actually spoken to any of the leaders from the Gremlins Union? Because they are uh, they are not prepared to be reasonable. Well, what are they asking for? They want, they want, you know how many vacation days they want a year? 15. Yeah, they want to spend time near water. Everyone knows that's what gremlins want. They're gremlins. They don't get any vacation days. Now suddenly they want 15. Oh, listen. All right. Hey, listen, we'll kill two birds with one stone. Before we get to this, uh, if you've never listened to the podcast before, here is what it is. This is Exit Interview, uh, and every week we bring out a recently deceased person. It's true, yeah. yeah. We uh, we listen to them, We they talk about their life, and then we flash back and see a few scenes from their life, mm-hmm. and then uh, we make a judgment and uh, send them up to heaven or down to hell where they might unionize against the devil. No, that's not going to happen, so that's eh, the thing. It might happen. It might happen. I mean, I, we, before we get to that, we, I, I know that they've been playing a lot of ads and commercials down in, uh, down mm-hmm, in hell, mm-hmm. uh, pro-union ads. Uh, these gremlins are really, I don't know where they got their cachet of money, but they've, they've been using it. Uh, Shady sources. And maybe we can play that a little listen. And, and, uh, oh, you're, oh we're, we're you play, you're playing my ad here on the show? We're going to play an ad that someone made against you in order to pay your bills against for the elevator. God, yes, that's exactly what's happening. Oh, my God. Well, I thought you were going to... Okay. All right. Yeah. Roll the, roll the clip. All right. Here is Spunky the Gremlin. All right. Gremlins of hell. I stand before you today on this radio broadcast to to ask you a couple of questions. Question number one. Do you like the distance that you're standing from the fire when you work? No, no, no I didn't think so. Close. You want to be closer to the fire. 
Oh, close enough. Close. I'm hearing mixed reviews on that one. We're just not close. We just don't like the current distance. Some of us like closer, some of us like further, okay? So- okay, any other distance from the fire would be fine. I don't want to seem like I can't take the heat, though, you guys. I love fire as much as the next neck grandma. Look, it, it's not meant to be a poll. It's meant to be a rhetorical question. Is My mom lives in Palm Beach. I want to be there. Unified front, guys. Unified front. Okay, question number two. How many vacation days do we want? 22! Okay, all right, we're going to circle back to that one. So the point is here, gremlins, we are coming together as a gremlin community, and this is the time to act. Okay, hey, what's going on in here, Spunky the Gremlin? Ah, okay, fireball, fireball, fireball. Oh, shit, okay, everyone scramble, 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 run, ah! You know, I, I think that was the best footage they could get for that commercial. That's they didn't want to do more takes or something. Yeah, it was just it was just him standing in front of a green screen, but there was nothing on the green screen. It was very strange. Yeah, yeah. I guess I don't have too much to worry about. All right. Well, I, I mean, now that we've heard that, now that we paid our bills, I think we can jump right in. Do we have a little orb that we have in that orb? Poop machine. Yeah, we do. We do. We got these basket of orbs, each containing the soul of a recently deceased human, to be judged by you and me, God the Devil, here in the elevator studio between heaven and That's hell. Right. So let's crack one open, and we will see what kind of recently deceased human we get today. Uh, yeah, we ready? Okay. All right. Hello. Hey, welcome. Hey, take a seat. Welcome to the elevator between heaven and hell. How are oh. you? I've been better. I've been better. Okay. Hey, who are you guys? Uh, well, I'm the devil, and this is God. I'm God. Uh, and so oh. the thing is, we're here because you you are you are dead. The you're, the the trail of your life has has wound and and turned and and ended here. Oh, you're kidding? No. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I wish I wish I was, but no. Yeah, you're dead. You kidding? You know, I just had a grandkid. Oh, oh you just had a grandkid. Congrats! A new grandkid. What's wow. the name? Oh, her name her name is Charlie. Charlie, that's nice. Kind of an old name for a kid. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm seeing actually in my record here that you had kind of a young name, which is sort of an ironic thing. Uh, but how do you, I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Um, it's what is pronounced it? Little Sheila. Oh, okay. Little Sheila. Yeah, very youthful. Um, but it's one word. Little Sheila. Got it, yeah. Wow. Were you little as a child? Is that, is that what no, happened? No, you know what? I was the biggest <laughs> baby ever to be born um, uh, north of the Bronx. I was born in Yonkers. Oh, Yonkers. Okay, yeah. I, I grew up in Jersey, so not, not too far away. How'd you like Yonkers? You know, that's the Yonkers. They, everyone says about Jersey, it's the Yonkers that's not that's not Yonkers. No, I mean, it's not. It's That's true. That's true. You know, it's a, it's, its own state, though, right? The Garden State. I, I Come on. So, yeah. We, you know, we all contain multitudes. <laughs> that's what I always like to say. Mm, oh, wow. That's so true. That's so true, little Sheila. Uh, so what, what'd you do with your life, though? I, yeah, and let me say, you know, I know it is sad that you're dead, but at least you got you got many good years. Uh, you got you got grandkids. You know, it seemed like you must have lived a full life, right? I, you know, I, I, I had a wonderful husband, Maury. Maury, sure. Um, he was wonderful. Yeah. That bastard's still alive down on Oh, he is. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'm sorry. Did you live in the 21st century? Did you, were you, uh, did you, did you live in modern times? Yeah. God, that's such a rude <laughs> question to that's ask rude. someone. Did you, li- I'm sorry. I'm sorry, little Sheila. That's yeah. What made you think that I'm not? The I- Amish clothes that you're wearing, the names that you have on, on your birth certificates. It was, it was those two things Ooh. specifically. You know, when you've lived as long as I have, maybe you start to think that those mm. Amish were right. Interesting. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. No buttons. I noticed. And they're unionized mm. too, devil. So just uh, watch out. I did know that. But that's all right. They're never been, they've never been big fans of me, to be honest. So it's okay. Oh, you having union trouble? I am. Yeah. Well, were you in the? Were you a business uh, business person in life? Oh yeah. Well, you could say so. I, I got up to business. Wow. You know, I started a secretarial school. Okay. Well, amazing. I teach typing. I and I kept it running. I kept it running all the way up until my retirement. 
retirement about、uh, 30 years ago. 30 years ago? Wow. Can I ask you a question? When you,、uh, when you use your left or right hand on the keyboard, how do you get to that L, that L key? Because、mm. I always use my index, but I feel like I should be using my pinky, but I can't stretch that way. Is there a, a, a trick for me to, to utilize my hands more efficiently on the keyboard?、Uh, aren't you supposed to be God? You can't use your pinky yeah, to hit the, the L key? Omnipotent creator of the universe here. Can't, can't figure out how to get the L key.、Mm. He's always selling, sending, me, sending me messages with typos. He's like, hey, my friend, the Devip. How is it going? <laughs> it's just embarrassing, honestly.、Uh, You're going to give、yeah. yourself carpal tunnel with that. Yeah, is that something I should be worried about? I spend a lot of time on the computer now that I'm, you know, I used to be out in the fields and the, the, you know, the, 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 the sulfur、uh, fields and working in hell, but now I'm more of a management type and always, I'm typing all day. Is, do I need to worry about carpal tunnel? No, yeah, I don't know. You're the devil. I mean, do, do you have blue light glasses?、Uh, I do, actually. Yeah, I just got some. Are these, I feel like it's, that's kind of a hoax, though. What, what do you think? I feel like it probably is. I don't know. My, My, my daughter got me、um, the blue light、uh, face spray for, for myself、oh, for my, for my, for my 98th birthday.、Um, what, what is it's that? It's supposed to protect your skin from pollution, but you know, I was all, all wrinkly. I feel like、uh, you know,、yeah. it doesn't really matter anymore at a certain point. Yeah, you are dead. Is this daughter, is this、um, Shirley's mother or a different child? It's Shirley's mother. Shirley's、okay, mother.、Yeah. Are, you, so are you close with your, with your、uh, kid and grandkid?、Mm, yeah, yeah, they're wonderful. They're wonderful.、Wow. We all lived、nice. in, in, in、uh, one big house together. Oh, my God. Yeah, one big house in Yonkers? It's their house now, I suppose. Well, are you sure? Do you leave a clear, a clear will and everything? I knew I forgot something. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, why? Listen, I'm, you know, little Sheila, we're not, we're not able to help you with that. But what we can do is we can take a look.、Uh, this elevator can go anywhere in space and time. So,、uh, part of this little、uh, sort of exit interview we're doing here, we are going to take a look at some things you did during your life. So, maybe we'll be able to settle out some legal troubles there. But,、uh, but mostly it's, it's sort of a surveillance mission.、Uh, do you think you, that when we see. The way you lived, the, the people who li- whose lives you touched. Will, will we decide you're a good person? You seem like a nice, nice lady. I sure hope so. I, I believe I lived a neutral to good life. Okay, great. Neutral to good. I like that. Modestly ambitious.、Uh, what was your last name, little Sheila?、Uh, my last name is Rosenmeyer. Rosenmeyer. Okay, then. If we're feeling ready, I think without any further ado, we're going to take you back now into the life of little Sheila Rosenmeyer. Yeah. Here we go! Sheila? Little Sheila? Yes, honey, honey.、Yes. Um, can you hand me my meds? Oh, mm, yes, sorry. I, I gotta rustle around in the drawer a little bit. There's kind of a lot. You take a lot of meds these days, huh? 98. Years old. I know, I know. Well, it's, it's miraculous. It's miraculous. What? You need your heart? You need your heart or your heart warm? Warm. Warm. Warm for you. Thank you. <clears throat> The baby woke me up this morning. I know, I'm sorry. The earplugs I got you not working. I have excellent hearing, despite my age. It's a curse. <laughs> It's a fucking curse, little <laughs> Sheila. I know more. I know, I know. The only thing you can't hear is the frequency of my voice. So funny、yeah. the way it works.、Huh? I can't hear the frequency, so it's confusing what I can actually hear from you. And how we understand each other's、mm. mystery. It's a mystery. It's the beautiful mystery of love. You know, you know more. It feels like after all these years, we just got married yesterday. I'm happy it feels like that for you. Oh, you don't feel the same? I'm 98 years old, Sheila, and I have perfect hearing. 
but I can't hear the frequency of your voice. So imagine how that feels. No, more. And you made me be Amish. More, I thought that was a family decision that we came to together. Then why do you think I keep bringing it up and saying, oh, well, Sheila, if you do, oh, if you did, we'd be Amish. I, I'm, I'm open to discussing changing to a Mennonite sort of situation if that's something that would make you more. What's the difference, Sheila? What if, what if we were just people in Yonkers? But what then? I spent 50 something years of my life just being a person in Yonkers, Maury. But what was wrong with that? I want more. I want more. I didn't achieve my dream. You said you wanted more? I don't know. I think, Sheila, we have less. <sighs> Maybe less is more. That's what the Amish said. But you don't agree? We live with our family. We wear long dresses. We, we go in the horse and buggy. I don't want to wear a long dress, Sheila. I want to wear pants. Ugh, more. Imagine how I feel I'm sitting in a bonnet on a bus. <laughs> People go, why is that old man wearing a bonnet? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't have an answer because my damn wife. I know. It's frequency I can't hear, but I can hear everything else, including what people say on the bus. More, more, I'm sorry. I didn't recognize how hard this has been for you. It's just that, you know, I've had my dreams. You knew I was a dreamer when we got married. You know, what changed? What changed? What changed when we got married 60 years ago? 70? 70, 60 or 70. Either one would be not, like, creepy. I don't remember. Well, it was a long time ago. It was probably fine either way then. Well, we're also both the same exact age. It's weird, but it's less weird because it's the same weird for both of us. The same age. Right. Well, I know. I did know you were a dreamer. Yeah, but you knew that I said when we were at our wedding, I said, God damn it, Sheila, never make me wear a dress. That was the one thing I asked for. We are gathered here today to celebrate the union of two beautiful souls, Maury Rosenmeyer and the little Sheila. Please, everyone, rise as the, the bride-to-be and the groom-to-be exchange their vows. <laughs> Little Sheila. Oh, Maury, I feel, <laughs> I feel like I was just born on this day anew because I can achieve all of my dreams with you by my side. And we're going to grow old together for the next 60 to 70 years. And it's going to be the most incredible time of both of our lives. I hope that we always listen to each other. And I promise to always let you have lights in the house and let you wear whatever you would like. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful words. Sheila, my love. Uh, Sheila, I hope my voice never becomes old. I hope it is always this... This buttery smooth. Sheila, this is what I know. You are the love of my life. We're both the same age, so it works. It's always gonna work because we're gonna be contemporaries. Um, Sheila, you're a dreamer, but you told me that you, you will stay with me in Yonkers, and I appreciate that. I hope your dreams don't take any other sort of, you know, what's it called, shape or form, where you like, you're like, oh, we could stay in Yonkers, but we have to live a life like we're living somewhere else, and then. You know, I would feel out of place in my own community, a place to grow up. Sheila, do never make me, don't make me wear a dress. Do not make me churn butter in my own home. I'm a man, Sheila. I have needs, and my need is not to churn butter in my own home. (laughs) My need is to to not do that. Oh my god, everyone, stop the wedding, stop the wedding. Crazy breaking news. President Kennedy just got shot. It's 60 years ago to this day. Oh my god. Not my President Kennedy. Oh my god, how could this happen? Oh my god, people are still going to be thinking about this 60 years from now, which will be 
Uh, what year will it be 60 years from now? Uh, I guess 2023. It's that right. That's that's exactly right. Yeah. Are we we got confirmation on that? It would be 2026, I think. 2026. Yeah. Let's do some quick math. No, no, no. I, know. no. I feel important that we figure this out because I want to know how much of an impact this national tragedy is gonna have. It would be 2023. It would. It would be 2023. Wow. That's exactly right. That's how horrible I feel right now. And if it's 70 years ago, then President Truman just defeated. Thomas Dewey in a surprise landslide election when he was the underdog. Okay. And, and if, if it's 80 years ago today, then all right, all right. that's Okay, enough. okay, you stopped my wedding. Okay, this, okay. Can, sit back You down. weren't invited. You stopped my wedding. <laughs> oh, oh, we can we get married even though the president is dead? You absolutely can. Yonkers local, uh, Main Street line. Come on up, come on aboard the bus. Oh, hey, hey, more. How's it going? Oh, you brought your, you brought your wife with you. Hey, hey, little Sheila. Hey. Yeah, you guys can take your normal seat back there. Uh, how's uh, how's it been going? Uh, I heard you turned off your electricity and, and plumbing. I mean, look at me right now. What am I wearing? I, I noticed you're wearing a big old, a big sort of, a big cloth dress and a little bonnet. And, and you, 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 yeah. I will say your face looks, uh, you got stubble, you're looking unkempt, bags under your eyes. You, you more, you look better. You look, you've looked better, Maury. Thank you. I made the dress though. Doesn't it look good? May I say, little Sheila, you look great. You look radiant, frankly. Thanks. Uh, well, I should focus on driving the bus, but oh. no, I can talk. Is what, what is the Yonkers, mayor of Yonkers going to come down and tell me, hey, stop talking while driving the bus? Not likely. Oh my god, there he is outside oh. the bus. Hey, stop talking. Stop driving the bus, asshole. This is the mayor of Yonkers. Oh my god. Take it up with the union. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, he doesn't ride the bus. No, I got driven around. Uh, you know, all those white collar guys always thinking they can talk down to the union men. Mm. That's just awful, isn't it, Moore? Yeah, it's awful. I don't know. I'm kind of pissed off about other stuff. Yeah, speaking of white collars, I noticed you both have these big starched shirt collars at the top of your dress. I mean... That's exactly. When you said white collars, I said, oh, it reminds me of my current reality. But it's different because I I starched it myself. You think that the mayor mayor of Yonkers is starching his own collar? That I actually do do. It's kind of a hobby for me. Wow, really down to earth of the mayor. It's all mm. we have left to do, Sheila, because now I can't look at my desktop More. and write my debut novel, The Hen House. It's been your debut novel for the last 30 years. It hasn't debuted. Ugh. When it does, then I can write a second one. But so what? You're writing a novel about our house. Well. But I feel it's inappropriate to include our daughter in the story. It's The Hen House because she married a woman and then they had a female child. And I'm the only man in the house. Bobby, that is so regressive of you. You see, (laughs) and I told you as well, if you would like to move your brother into the house so that you could have a grip on your masculinity, you are more than welcome to move him in. And you said no. I now say yes. Well, then I say no. I don't like him. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can I call him using the public bus phone because I don't have a cell right now? Well, I hope you got 25 cents on you. Otherwise, you're not using this public bus phone. All right. I'll pick up the phone and I'll call I'll call Terry, okay? 
Hello, Sheila on the line. I, tell oh. me if I'm, I'm talking weird. I haven't used the phone in like like six months. My God, little Sheila, I can hear the frequency of your voice so clearly. It's so weird because I'm kind of hard of hearing. It's hard for me to hear anything else. But the frequency of your voice really cuts through this phone perfectly. It's good to hear from you. How the hell are you? You know, funny you should say that. I, I You know, your brother claims to not be able to hear my voice at all. It's it's actually nice to be heard by a man of your family. I'm, I'm surprised by this turn of events. That's, uh, that's classic Maury. Maury always had one specific frequency he always said i can't hear that terry that's the that's the, my bad frequency <laughs> and uh so that yeah it sounds like it pretty much checks out for my end well you know what terry i'm gonna cut it down the breast tax all right you know how we're amish right now yeah of course there's an issue with this and uh your brother wants you to move into the house to protect his masculinity because uh what? it's in his words it's a hen house i'm i'm sewing frocks for him because i don't know how to make pants is that a, is that a metaphor you mean you really you're sewing frocks for she's sewing frocks she's sewing frocks i couldn't hear that really I, i'm sewing frock I, i'm sewing real frocks oh you're sewing real frocks okay uh i mean mm-hmm. yeah sure i guess i can move in for my for my for, for my little bro maury I'm 99, um, but uh, you know I gotta move. I got one more move in me yet. I'm a, you know me. I used to be a big real estate guy. I used to move around every fucking year. I, I got out of Yonkers immediately, and I. But maybe it's time to move back. Maybe it would be good for me. Okay, well, uh, we'll prepare the cot in the living room. You okay in the living room? I, I would give you a room with a door, but uh, my my daughter just had a baby, so. Uh... Oh my God! I mean, now I gotta come. I love babies. That sounds great. That's so You know what? Age has softened you, Terry. I always think of you as a real gruff guy. Now you're really nice. You know, I started going to therapy. And uh, people always say, you know, it, it's, uh, uh, don't, what's the point? It's too late. Don't start now. That's what they all say. But uh, I said, old Terry, he's got a couple more tricks up his sleeve. And before I turn 100, I want to get in touch with my emotions for once, you know? Wow. Feel something. Yeah, that's a beautiful yeah. thing. That's a really beautiful thing, Terry. You should wow. do that, Sheila. And, and- and, and, and uh, investigate why you want to be Amish. I don't need a shrink. That? I don't need a shrink. My head's already shrunk enough. I'm little Sheila. Well, I mean, you were, <laughs> you were the biggest baby north of the Bronx, so, I mean, your head isn't that small. I'm pushing. I'm pushing. I'm pushing. I, I can feel her. I, I'm definitely having this baby right now. It feels, it feels like she's really, really, really big. The biggest baby okay, in our area. In Yonkers and the five boroughs, you think? No, probably just Yonkers. Oh, well, all right. That's still pretty good. Ma'am, that's probably hyperbolistic. Please just just, just keep pushing. Uh, oh, my God. Look at the size of that head. Holy hell. Uh, we're going to need uh, another doctor in here quick. Hey, it's a... It's a this is another doctor here. I just there's breaking news. There's a new novel out. It's called The Great Gatsby. Have you guys read it? It's 1925. It's amazing. Oh my god! It, okay. it represents get everything the, I feel about New York. Get the history doctor out of here, please. We have a really big pair of forceps. It looks like little Sheila's gonna say something. She's just a baby, but she really looks like she's fully formed. Hello, it's me, little Sheila. <laughs> That's a really insightful baby. Um, hey, Mom, Mom, do you mind, do you mind taking it, keeping an eye on Shirley for a little bit? We, we just gotta head out to the store and, and just, like, 
do some things, some things around town. Honestly, maybe eat some some processed food that we didn't make in the little farm you have in the backyard. Oh yeah, honey, honey, go ahead, go ahead. I'm Thank not... you, Ma. You're so good with her. That's the thing. You have such a natural instinct for babies. It's like you just have an affinity for them. Oh, oh, please. You know, it's it's really. I remember being a baby like it was yesterday. So it's really easy to connect with little Charles. Yeah, you always say that, Ma. I, and you know, for me, I don't remember being a baby growing up with you because I, I was kind of a regular baby, I guess. But you and Shirley, it seems like you guys have just some some sort of something in common. I mean, I've never seen a baby like this until Shirley was born. So. No, Shirley's a real old school broad, you know, <laughs> like a grandma. Oh, wow. Well, I don't even want to think about that. All right. Well, you two, you know, uh, you two have a good good afternoon together, okay? No no screen time for her. Okay, okay. I'll use my blue light spray. Thanks, honey. <laughs> I got a compliment on the bus. <laughs> Oh, hey, little Charlie. How's my little girl doing today? It's going okay. It's going okay, oh, Nana. I love your little voice you use only for me. You know, why don't you talk to your parents? They always wonder why we're no, so close. No, I, I feel a special connection. You know, when I was when I was born and I first saw the first rays of light, I, I heard a voice in my head and it said, only talk to the lady with the, the head as big as yours. And so I feel a special kinship oh. with you, Grandma. You know, I, I appreciate that you want to churn butter. I appreciate that you want to just spend time with your your old ma. You know, but but all these people got something to offer you. You see, I'm not going to be around forever. What? You've been around since the Great Gatsby. You're going to live forever, surely, right? I, I, I don't think I will be. You know, even the Great Gatsby, uh, you know, went into the public domain, I believe, this year. And that's just off the dome. Wow, wow, impressive. I'm clapping right now. I'm clapping. You just can't hear it because my hands are so small compared to my head. Well, Grandma. Knock, 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 knock. Oh, who's there? God. Who's there? Who's oh. there? Let me in. Sorry. Hi. Uh, I'm a solicitor. I'm here from the F. Scott Fitzgerald estate. Uh, oh, my God. Sorry. Let me just check the time. Damn it. 2023. I'm too late. Uh, I heard you mentioning the Great Gatsby in there. I've been coming to arrest you since November. Oh, well, you wouldn't believe the trip I've had. All right, well, have a nice day, ma'am. Sorry to bother you. Yeah, get out of here. You disturbed my granddaughter. It's okay. Was that the, was that the uh, baby crying in there? I can't quite tell because of the frequency difference. Hey, little Sheila. I can tell. I can tell. Okay, Maury, now might be a good opportunity for you to practice some some patience and acceptance. What, what would you like to say to, to your wife here? Um, do I want me to tell you first or her as an audience? No, I'm mediating. I, little Sheila, we've been working on Maury's emotional availability, and he has something he wants to tell you. Okay, oh, I'll do a dear man. Is that okay? Yeah, dear man. This is a great opportunity sure, for dear sure, man. Sure, sure. Okay, so... D. Describe. Describe. Uh-huh. Describe. When I, uh-huh. um, when I have to be Amish, I feel limited. Express. I'm hurting. Mm-hmm. Assert. I can't do this anymore. Uh-huh. R. Request. Oh. Hey, what's, what's your request, Maury? Can we not be mindful? Taking a breath. Good. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Assert. No, you already asserted this A is actually a different one. This one I think is accept, maybe? Oh, I accept that I had to be Amish for like six months. Uh-huh. And I'll negotiate. I could be Amish maybe until one of us goes, but if I'm alone and you go first, can I stop? Okay, little Sheila, that sounds, uh, how does that land with you? It sounds like it might be a will question, honestly. Have you guys thought about that at all? Knock, 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 knock. Sorry. 
I, I was resting on the doorstep. If you guys need a lawyer to help with that will draft, I, I, I mean, my all my work has dried up now that Gatsby's in the public domain. Nobody's buying, nobody's trying to make adaptations of the other Fitzgerald stuff. You know, there's not going to be a, a hit HBO miniseries of the diamond as big as the Ritz or anything. Actually, the head, the head house is the head house is built on is uh, based on uh, uh, what's the one about Paradise Isles? This side of Paradise. Paradise Lost. This side of Paradise, paradise Lost. Oh no, that's the that's other the guy. That's the other guy. Who is that? That's John Milton. Yeah, no, I, I used to represent him, but that long story. Uh, if you if you want me to if you hire me to work with your book, I will give you the will consultation for free. Maury, you can't do that. You know, signing a will is like signing your own death warrant. I don't. Why would that be? It's like telling God and the devil that it's time to die. Okay. Well, what if I did one, but you don't? Okay. You can do what I, you I need want. To prepare myself. If if the only ways I cannot be Amish is to lose my beloved wife or die, <laughs> I would like to. At least prepare Will and give him a heads up that I might come. You know what, Maury? If you're hating me and my lifestyle this I much... I don't hate you. I do hate the lifestyle. That's the same thing, honey. One and the same. I, I hope that. I hope that. Okay, lawyer, what did you say your name was? Uh, my name is... Um, uh, uh, my name is um, Leonardo... Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. What's Leonardo, wrong with you? <laughs> Leonardo Dunzino. Are you reading something? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think you're a con man. I don't want you in my... You know what? I want you to get out of my house. No, it's Leonardo Donzino. I have my wife. I have my child. I have my brother here. And there's a lot of I, really, well, really is, old that's, people. These are the kinds of people you want to protect by signing a will to make sure that they don't get, they don't get you know, taken advantage of after your death. I'm so serious. You're really scaring All me. Right, hey. I really want you to get out I, of my I'm house. I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to... I'm gonna get out. Take, take a seat over here in the shade of this tree. If you no, change your mind, I'll be father. right back. Okay, never mind. No, I'm get leaving. off our lawn. Get out of our house. And you know what, Maury? Seeing you protect our home like this has, has renewed my faith in our marriage. <laughs> I, uh, that was really good communication, you guys. That was that was really great. That guy was totally, totally going to kill us and probably, like, do some sort of exhibit on us in the National <laughs> History <laughs> Museum. <laughs> Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor. Oh, what? You, you... I'm so sorry. I, I have to give you bad news like this, but it didn't work out. I know you <laughs> sent me to kill to kill Maury and, and little Sheila Rosenmeyer, but I, yeah. they, they weren't buying did, it. Did you say, okay, let me ask you this. Did you, did you when, when they asked for your name, were you ready and did you did you really nail it? Were you like, yeah, the name's Leonardo Donzino. Uh, Mr. Mayor, I was so ready. I was so ready, but they were, <laughs> they just can't be fooled. They're too, they, they'll, they're like, I, I'm like glass in front of them, you know? They see everything. Mr. Mayor, did it work? I, I couldn't help but eavesdropping from the other room. It's me, F. Scott Fitzgerald, back from my 125th birthday party. We're going to have a problem if you can't kill that hen house author. I mean, we're trying to publish it under F. Scott Fitzgerald's name, and we're going to make millions of dollars if we can't get this novel out. I mean, we have to. I know the plan. The plan is we knock off Maury, who's writing a novel. We, we take Maury's novel and we put it under the name of F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah. You help get it into into libraries around America mm-hmm. and we all make millions. Yeah. Well, Leonardo Donzino over here, 
Uh, didn't quite make that happen today, so we're gonna have to go to Plan B, which is what exactly? I know the worst part is I didn't even I couldn't even think of a fake name in time. I just I stumbled through it, and I, you just gave them my real name. You said you nailed it. You said you did a good job giving them your name. You fucked it up. Ah, uh, I was exaggerating, to be honest with you, Mr. Mayor. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, Leonardo. Okay, boys, 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 boys. I think the plan should be. You know, good old-fashioned theft. You know, in 1918, when I was born, there was a, a really big crime committed in Yonkers. It was, uh, and I was grew up in Yonkers, just for those who were asking. Mm. Oh, no shit. Well, it, it, was, it was a big crime, and the theft was this person who had, had had a diamond earring that was worth millions of dollars, left it in their house, and, and someone came in and took it in the middle of the night. It was just burglary. I guess it wasn't a big, crazy crime. It was just a theft. And I think that's what we should do with this novel we should sneak in us three in the middle of the night and steal this book from the bedside of Mari. okay what else happened in 1918 just out of curiosity well it was world war one and i could tell you all about it world war one began oh, okay, when okay. the biggest ship in the navy was sunk and and uh influenza was was raging through the land and uh-huh. it was a crazy time because a pandemic is very deadly i don't know if you know after 2020 covid 19 is different from the 1980 flu because most victims died from secondary bacterial pneumonia while victims of covid 19 <laughs> mostly died from an overactive immune response resulting in organ failure i can go on um, Sheila. Yes, Maury. I'm really worried that they're gonna take the novel. Um, and I know that you're gonna say no one wants to read that, but I'm worried. So I think I'm wondering if we could hide it under your pillow, the manuscript that I wrote on Treebark. Okay, your Treebark manuscript, your original copy can go under my pillow if it'll help you sleep soundly after you've protected our house from that Don Zeno guy. Honey, I don't think that was his real name. If it was his real name, that was super weird what he did. It was a horrible delivery of his real name, okay? I would never say but my real whatever. name like that. I Oh, Maury Rosenmeyer, what, what's the problem, you know? <laughs> what's the issue? I know, I know. <laughs> I think that, uh, yeah, I'll sleep with it under my pillow tonight, honey. I, I don't think anyone's coming for it, but uh, I'll, I'll protect you the way that you protected me. Okay? Okay. That sounds good. All right. Wow. Hey, little Sheila Rosenmeyer. Uh, we're back here in the elevator, uh, and uh, you know, let me say, I was really touched by you know, you 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 didn't you didn't maybe you didn't think that uh, Maury's fears were credible, but you were there. You were supporting him. You were be, you were being such a such a good uh, you know such so supportive to him. It seems like you guys had a nice relationship. Well, a uh, husband's a husband at the end of the day, you know. <laughs> if you can't beat him, uh, join him. Well, I don't really get how that one applies, but. <laughs> So it almost sounds like you wouldn't have been, you wouldn't have wanted to outlive Maury anyway. Uh, I guess not. I, you know, I would have preferred to have been in this elevator together, but, uh, you know, I guess if, if one of us had to go first, I'm glad he could have lived his last couple years, uh, you know, being, uh, being, uh, not Amish. Yeah, what does it deal with yeah, that? Yeah, can I ask what inspired your decision to become Amish in, in your late 90s? Um, well, yeah, I went and I, I was I was sitting in the bus terminal and I saw uh-huh. a, a lot of Amish people uh-huh. sitting next to them uh-huh. and they just looked so peaceful, you know, and then I, I heard one of them talking about <laughs> going on the Rumspringer. And, uh, the Rumspringer, sure. Yeah, that's probably what they were doing in Yonkers. Totally. They were having Rumspringer and Yonkers. 
And I thought that maybe it would be cool uh, to raise my kids like that so that one day they could experience the joy of uh, going on Rumspringa. So really, this was all, this was for baby Shirley, right? You were, you were yeah. trying to set things up for the next generation. Yeah, I, I, you know what? My intentions were always good. Maybe I wasn't so good at explaining that, but, uh, you know, it wasn't so right. Yeah, well, unfortunately, the, the, the one thing we do have left to see of your life is maybe not going to be, maybe not going to be the best part, you know? Maybe not going to be the most joyous occasion. We, we're going to have to get into how, how you died, little Sheila, so... Do you remember any of the details of what happened on, on that night that you died? Uh, well, I was just fast asleep, and mm. then I woke up here. Interesting, interesting. What were you dreaming about? I was dreaming about all my kids together. My kid, my grandkid, my Maury, who I consider like my kid. kid. <laughs> we were hanging out, we were reading. We were at his novel launch party. Was his novel any good? No. No, okay. Well, just curious. <laughs> should we uh, should we flash back to your life and uh, see what happened? Or is, uh... Let's do it. Let's get to the bottom of this one. Because I'm not going to lie, Devil. There are there about there are about ten thousand gremlins outside this elevator. You want twenty seven vacationers? You guys, twenty seven. Out of control. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go make a deal with these assholes. God, you shepherd the recently deceased into finding out how she died. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's take it back to your life. And, uh, let's see the moment you die. Yeah, Maury, little Sheila, Sheila. Just letting you guys know, uh, baby's asleep. All's good. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna head to bed on the cot in the living room. I hope, I hope you two sleep tight. And really great communication the other day. You guys have really come oh, a long way. Thank you, Terry. And also, thanks for having an old man in the house. I was cautious having you come here, but uh, you've really changed our lives. And uh... oh, stop! All right, I'm, I'm going to bed. Love you too. I oh, I didn't say I loved you, but uh, we'll get there. Oh, that's all right. I can wait. Oh, man. You know, I can't stop thinking about that Leonardo Donzino guy. I sure hope I don't see his, uh, sorry mug again, Terry. Oh, I was th- I thought you were talking to me. I guess you're talking to Terry, I guess. Oh. Oh, sorry, you're talking to me still? Sorry, Maury. Maury. Okay, no, I'm gonna head to bed then. Sorry, Terry. Okay, good night. Love you. Don't don't say it back. It's okay. No. Little Sheila, is there oh something going on with you and my brother? Not not on the physical level, but on the emotional and spiritual level, probably, yes. <laughs> okay, well... I have one thing to say, and that is thank you for being so forthcoming about your mental indiscretions. I thought that that was going to be a whole thing. I'm not mad. We we haven't had sex in, in even longer than we've been married. It was so. it was about two years before we got married, but we were the same age, so it was fine. Same age. You two, hey, get out of the bedroom. There's stuff going on out there. Don't you understand? <laughs> they just elected a Catholic fella president. No. Marshal Tito has elected the president of Yugoslavia. This is a crazy year. Maury, the world is so crazy out there. We have to do this while we can. We have to put on earplugs, <laughs> Sheila. The, the history guy won't stop. Edmund Hillary and Tenzing Norgay are the first to climb Mount Everest. This is hell happening right now. The USSR explodes hydrogen bomb. Not Edmund Norgay. I don't want to hear about I... him during this private Time. Put in these earplugs, Maury. I sure hope it doesn't mess up your hearing for later. Yeah, I hope it doesn't make it better. <laughs> oh, Maury, I love you. I sure hope that I never fall for your handsome brother, Terry. Okay, that was weird. Hey, sorry, did somebody say my name? Now get out of here, Terry. We're trying to get it on. Oh, you're canoodling. Sorry. We're necking, Terry. You're necking. That's the right term. Thank you. <laughs> so 
that's how that started, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sorry. He was really there on the first night. But for now, you know what? Let's just hit the hay. I think I'm going to sleep soundly. Cut to outside the house. Okay, here we go. Me, the mayor of Yonkers, Leonardo Dumzino, fucked it up before. Well, it's just, aren't you scared that he's going to, like, beat us up or something? What, no, are you scared? Yeah, are you scared? Yeah, are you scared, Leonardo? He's 98 years old. You're with the mayor of Yonkers. Yeah, guys, I'm scared, okay? And I'm not afraid to admit that I'm scared. Okay. I have a, I have a really... I have a, I have a, okay, you guys are gonna... You put on a dress and become Amish, huh? Oh, oh. <sighs> But that doesn't make sense. Okay, so what's the plan? How are we getting in here? Leonardo, you go first. All right, yeah. I'll climb up the ivy. I'm creeping up the side of the wall. And then I'll jump in the window. And I'll steal the novel. It kind of sucks that the house is all dark. It makes it really hard to do this. There's, like, no lights on anywhere. Yeah, it's, it's it does seem like they are cut off from the power grid. Okay, Leonardo, don't, don't mess this up again. We really need a win. All right, yeah. I'm going to go climb up the ivy. What's your name? Say your name. What's your name? My name is... Why, 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 how are you? I get nervous when I'm on the spot. I get nervous when I'm on the spot. Just make up a name. name. Okay, what's your name? Oh, so you want me to be a liar? Um, Michael Phelps. That was better. That's a, that's a person. Oh, that's, oh, wait, that's already that's, a person. That's You're a right. Person. Well, all right, but it's pretty normal. New name, new name, new name. Uh, Will Smith. Uh, it's a, no, that's a com- no, hold on. That's a common name. There could be more than one Will Smith. There are probably a lot of them. That one's fine. Do something like Eastern European or something, or like something like. Um, okay, okay. Uh, Mikhail uh, Dubrovnik. How's that? That was also, that was really good. Pretty, pretty, is that a person? And do I just not know yeah, that person? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a person. Oh, that is a person. Yeah, yeah and maybe I'll, maybe I'll go by that name now. I, 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 I do think it's weird that I'm saddled with this really Italian name just because my, my mom was like, you know, third generation Italian. And it's like, oh, it's a big part of our culture. Well, when was your mom born? Tell me. Uh, well, she was don't born in the year don't, don't, 1977. 1977, you say? 1977 was a crazy year, apparently. It was Zaire turns back the Angolan invasion, and the first election was held in Pakistan. I was there. All right, I'll be climbing up this ivy. <laughs> cut to a cut to a cut to little shield stream. This is my debut novel, buddy. Oh God, I really hope you don't hear people talking about them that the novel is trash. But I really actually enjoyed the final edit. I think that your editor has real talent, Maury. Uh, Terry's a good editor, I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, it was Terry, no wonder. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, you probably know he's a good editor. Yeah, well, you know, I know a lot about you both. But, you know, in a lifetime with brothers, you're gonna learn a lot about the two of them. Wah, wah, grandma, grandma, there's someone in the house. Yeah, that's right, it's me, Leonardo Donzino. Hey, I mean, you're dreaming about me because of how scared you are of our encounter the other day. Leonardo, you better not be in my dream because you're climbing up my trellis right now. No, if I'm climbing up your trellis, that's entirely a coincidence to the fact that I'm also in your dream. Okay, well... Sheila, wake up! Little Sheila, wake up! Wake up, little Sheila! Uh, Hello, Maury? Maury? Wake up! Are you awake? No, I'm in my dream! No, but this is the real Maury. I'm sick. You gotta get up. Wake up, Sheila! The the, the Don Zeno character's at the... He's at the trellis! Actually... These days, I go by Mikhail Dubrovnik. Okay, the same guy from... The same guy. Oh, God, that's such a much more dangerous name. Anyway, I've got this revolver, and if you don't hand over that tree bark manuscript, I'll use it. Oh, God, you know what, Maury? 
It's okay. Don't let him take the manuscript. Let him take me instead. I don't think he wants that. No, I don't want that. I want the manuscript. Well, I don't care. Are you doing this because I said that if you died, I would stop being momish? Yes. I want you to have a life for your last couple of years. I want you to go to the discotheque, and I want you to eat at the cafe, and I want you to have a lean cuisine, Maury. Okay, I... Look, there's nothing I could... Dubrovnik, is, if that's your last name. Yeah, you... you... I can't believe how quickly you remembered that and then really smoothly said it. That was, yeah. I, I can work with this. Yeah, I'll, I'll kidnap your wife instead, and then maybe we can work out some kind of ransom later, force you to give us the tree bark manuscript. All right, I'm going to throw her over my shoulder. Ha, 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 now I'm on my way to the window. And I'll, oh, go with, oh, 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 my God. Did you see that? It looked like uh, yes. Mikhail Dubrovnik just fell out of the fucking window with another person on his shoulder. Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, Hourly labor always dies unless they unionize. And this was one of our hourly employees. And, and, and we'll take this book now and, and publish it and make millions off of the backs of the unpaid labor. I don't uh, think he has the book. I, uh, I think he just has this old woman. He doesn't have looks a, like he, he, he didn't even get the book. Can we publish the old woman? <laughs> That'll probably work. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you know what, uh, little Sheila, I think you did a great job being alive. I think we can wrap this up here. Uh, you know, and even in your, your even your death, your death was selfless, right? God, we, we like little Sheila. I mean, the, the thing about committing to being Amish for no reason was kind of weird, but not really sinister or anything. Uh, what, what do we think? Well, what, what, what do we think? I mean, I think, um, I mean, this Hello? is so much. Oh, God. Who's Who's that at the at Who's the door? At the door. Hello. Yeah, come, yeah, come on in. Oh my God, you pushed past all those uh, gremlins. Yeah, hey, yeah. Guys, oh, Shayla, it's it's me, Maury. I, oh, oh my, my God, Maury. Maury's here in the elevator. Yeah, Maury Rosenmeyer, but how? Yeah, what well, was? They didn't do anything for two years, and then after I published you, I said I can finally go. I know that I wasn't your first choice, but I, you were always mine. Oh, Maury, you may not have been my first choice, but you'll be my last. Okay, ouch. <laughs> all right, you all do. All right, all right. You do love birds. Here, hop about the, we got the Apollo 11 lunar module over here to take you to heaven. It will take 61 days to get there, but after that, you're going to have an excellent afterlife. So, uh, so long, you two. See you later. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Wow. Really makes you, makes you believe in love again, huh, God? Yeah, it does. And honestly, I hope, hopefully they rekindle their relationship for the first time in like 70 years in that, that little module there. I know there's a little bed in a cot hopefully, there. Hopefully, yeah. And, um, and you know what? I feel like I learned a lot today, too. And I, I think I'm going to try to... Cook up that kind of maybe I'll hire this this Donzino guy to deal with the the gremlin boss. I think this will this will solve my problems too. All right, well, any of you listening out there, I uh, hope you had a, hope you enjoyed. Uh, if if you are Amish, thank you for listening. I don't know if you're allowed to, but we appreciate it. <laughs> Is that weird to say? Yeah. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye. See you next week. <laughs>